Hello, friends, and welcome to Wednesday Night Dinner. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Wednesday Night Dinner, a Catholic Terps podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Hall. And I'm your co-host, Will Pellegrino. And we are here with the one, the only Chandler, our number one fan. Um, At least we think he's our number one fan. Oh, hello. Uh, Absolutely. (laughs) I have so many notifications set up to remind me (laughs) when this podcast comes out. I love and adore this podcast, so it is an honor to be here. Yeah, Dude. He, he's our number one alarm. When podcasts don't come out exactly on time, he'll text me to make sure figure out what has happened. Dude, yeah, it's I a think, great thing. I think one of the days um, it was released on a Thursday instead of a Wednesday, which... What? But uh, it was like, it was like, yeah, it was like Wednesday night at like a 10 p.m. And I'm like, this podcast doesn't come out. So I texted Will. I was like, hey, Will, uh, where's your podcast? And he was like, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Excellent. Number one fan right here. Oh, yes. Um, but yeah, so Chandler, you watch, you're, you watch, you listen quite often. You know what's coming up. We're going to oh, get yes. into those high, low and God moments. But we'll start off with Will. All right. What you got? So starting off with the low moment, I'm trying to not continue, even though the MCAT saga still continues. Until Until next Saturday. Next week, it's going to be all sunshine and rainbows. But for this week, the big thing here, I'll return to a low a few weeks ago, is that with all the work piling up at the end of the semester and whatnot, my sleep schedule has taken a hit actually worse than it usually is. We're now getting a solid 3 to 4 a.m. To the point that when I try to get eight hours of sleep, I like, you know, wake up like typically when you'd wake up at like, I don't know, two in the morning to go to the bathroom. I'm waking up at 9 a.m. to go do this. And it really knocks off my clocks. The sun's out. The birds are chirping. But I still need to get sleep. <laughs> so oh, no. I got to go back to bed. So I'm hoping that actually after tonight, everything should be relatively reset in terms of like exams and whatnot. But this week has been a killer. Lots of exams. Lots of um, just stuff going on. Which leads into my high moment for two reasons. Easy one, uh, killed my bio of cancer exam. Woo-hoo! That was yesterday. It was great. <laughs> Let's go. I actually, for one of the... <laughs> Thank you. Chandler will now replace me starting next week. <laughs> but I feel, I feel proud of this exam. Not only because I did well, but for one of the questions was with half of our exam. I literally wrote a 500-word essay. This is like one of those short answers of like, oh, write oh a gosh. short paragraph. I wrote a 500-word essay into wow. the box because I had to make sure that there was no way they were taking off any points. I think I said more than the professor said in his lectures <laughs> on the thing. But So that was one. Second one was I was talking with my mom. Or Next semester, I'm working as a substitute teacher at a homeschool co-op. Uh, ho- co-ops for homeschool terminology is when a whole bunch of homeschool families get together and do <laughs> classes. So I'm working as a teacher for one of those. And apparently the word has got out about it. And there was this one kid who I was a friend with, probably haven't known him since middle school. Mm-hmm. And apparently when he heard that, he was like, oh, my gosh, like, William is the best kid oh. Ever and started talking to all of his friends about how they should take my classes. Oh, <laughs> I was like, so precious. That was it. Was absolutely it warmed my heart. That's like, incredible. He thinks more highly of me than I probably do of myself at this point. <laughs> so that was my high moment right there. 
And in terms of my God moment, I'm trying to think hard about this. Actually, hold on. God moment actually with the exam, really easy. It just appeared to me. as the re- St. Joseph of Cupertino. Uh, for those of you are college students, he's the patron saint of exam taking. And so I pray for the, especially on this bio of cancer exam, because studying for the MCAT, I studied for three hours the night before the exam, and the exam was the next morning. So I had – that was my only studying for there and aced the exam. So numero – like number one evidence, St. Joseph mm-hmm. Cupertino is always up there in heaven oh, looking yes. out for me. I've used him <laughs> constantly as a crutch for like all of my assignments. <laughs> but this is just a specific example of like, okay, this like 100% is where it works. Listen, these, these saints love to pray for yes. us. So, true, true. So we keep asking – do, do you know how much I'm praying for this man for my MCAT? Like, this sheer amount of prayers going on. This just isn't one prayer before an exam. I figured I'm pretty sh- – it's like trying to pray. I have no idea if there is a novena to St. Joseph of Cupertino. But if there is or is not, I am making up one now Honestly, to try to pray for this thing. There you go. <laughs> but, yeah, I'd say that that is my Hilo and Gmo. How about you, Sarah? All right. So, okay, I'm going out of order today because <gasps> – my low and my God moment are kind of interconnected. Okay. Um, and that would just not make any sense. Um, but my high is that after we record this podcast, I am traversing over to Hyattsville to Yogi Castle to get right. frozen yogurt. <laughs> um, Chris told me about it, um, that it exists. I didn't know that it existed so close um, like until a couple weeks ago. And so I'm going with Maggie after this, and it's going to be a great time. Yeah. You'll have to tell us how it goes next week. Like with oh, yes. Chris, what's your favorite like frozen yogurt combinations and all that good stuff? Okay. Yeah, Chris told me about this, and he said he and I needed to go on a date there, but it hasn't happened yet. I hadn't even heard of it until he brought it up. Oh, oh, Chandler. I, yeah? It's great. It's like build your own frozen yogurt. Oh, gosh. Um, Maybe they could sponsor us too. Um. <laughs> yeah, can we can we get like a list going of like who's supposed to sponsor us? Uh, first and foremost is the CSC brick. <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that would be my high. Uh, okay, my low. Um, without getting too much into details for the class, for reasons of like keeping things private. Um, long story short, I'm a grader for a um, small class on campus. Um, it's primarily discussions. And so like my biggest role is just to facilitate discussions. And then, yeah, I grade their homework assignments, which usually are based off of what we discussed this last week. Um, and, um, this particular just class period, the topic was on religion. Um, but not so much like, you know how like some classes will be like world religion and like, you kind of like learn about the logistics of them. This one was pretty much like, what do you believe? Like, what do you believe in? Um, and yeah, just like one of some of the questions for homework just like resulted in kids like getting like decently personal with like kind of how they like view the world and like view like things that happen around them. And it was kind of one of those like smack in the face of like really seeing firsthand like the brokenness and like desire that people have to be loved. Um, and it was just like, it was just heartbreaking to like read through and yeah, I like, there was a, yeah, there was a couple of just in particular, just reading through where I was like, oh my gosh, Jesus, like, please be with them in this moment. Um, 
and continue to be with them, even though they might not necessarily recognize that you're there at the time. Um, but coming out of that is my God moment because I happened to finish grading these like 15 minutes before my adoration slot for today. Um, and so walked down to the chapel, um, just kind of thinking about it. Um, and yeah, I like really just, I took the time to just kind of pray for each student, um, which was just like super cool to like go through the names of them. Um, just because I've gotten to know them throughout the semester being in the class. Um, yeah. And just like really intentionally pray for them and just like pray that like they do encounter Jesus and like they do grow to like have that relationship with him. Um, and that like they're the loneliness and just like feeling lost that they experience is like, is like fully healed in that. Um, and like, yeah, there was just this image of like, or the, like the thought process of like Jesus, like coming into our hearts and just like completely filling it. Um, and like the image that I ended up praying with was like, you take like a human heart, um, but almost deflate it like a balloon. Um, and like, I've heard before, like Jesus, like takes his heart out and like, like replaces yours, but like, instead of necessarily like completely replacing yours, like he takes your heart and like puts his inside yours. And that's what like holds the walls up of like when it was previously like deflated. And that was just kind of the image I was praying with today. And it was really beautiful. And also just kind of left me like, like I left adoration, like super fired up that like, I kind of wanted to go out to McKeldin and just be like, y'all, you are so loved. <laughs> like, do you understand? <laughs> The things Amen. that are like, <laughs> do you understand the truth that's like literally so um, just here for you? And yeah, so that, that's my God moment for today. It was, it was, uh, yeah, like a feeling of just like, yeah, like really like sadness, like I mentioned before, but like into this, like, you know what? Like, yeah, God's going to do something about it. And like, that's going to happen. But it's yeah. beautiful awesome. beautiful that was kind of a long god moment but i just like really it, it, it was out. a good god moment that's a snapping moment but yeah. yeah so that is that is my high low gmo chandler it's up to you fantastic so i have to keep going with the the norm of so course of low course. first so um my low uh for this week has been uh, a little bit about the future so um, as an aerospace engineer, I'm an aerospace engineering major mm -hmm. here at Maryland. Um, and so my major not really requires us to get an internship, but it's, it's very heavily inclined to get a job later on. Mm -hmm. Um, and so this year I haven't managed to get one for the summer. Um, mm -hmm. and it's earlier in the semester is really stressing me out, but, um, yeah, so it's, it's still like current mid April or so. And, like I still haven't really gotten one, so it's been kind of my low for like this week and the week before that. It just I haven't found anything, and um, yeah, so it's it's definitely just been just kind of weighing on me. Yeah, but that's nothing, true. Yeah, it's 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 not something that's like killing me, but it's been you know something like overhanging. Yeah. Um, but uh, combating that with my high, <laughs> this 
Saturday. Okay, I am in the beekeeping club here at Maryland. Oh yes, and yes. Can, it was at can Christine you, Johnson. Can, yes. can you apologize to the whole beekeeping club? I've actually been on their mailing list for probably the no. past four years since freshman Ew. year. Oh my I have gosh. not gone to a single <laughs> meeting no. in four years. So I think I'm on their roster, but I have not done a single. So if you could just apologize to them, that would be great. Yes. What's happening this Saturday? Yes. Yeah, so every Saturday we go and check on the bees. Um, and so this past Saturday I went with the group. Um, mm-hmm. I hadn't gone out to, to see the bees before, but um, I've seen them kind of back and forth. And there's a bee camp that we have. So we have a couple hives there, but mm-hmm. we only have current one active hive. And that hive is called Guantanamo Bee. <laughs> they're like, it is, it is so, they like, they survive everything so they survived <laughs> the winter so it's the reason they call them guantanamo um and so um yeah anyways so long story short i get to see the bees um it was so cool there's like you know like forty thousand bees just sitting in the hive and it's like you pull oh. out the lids and they're, they're all scrambling around uh, it's so cool i like i haven't really experienced that uh before or at least not in a long time um oh. yeah so like so cool um but yeah, it was my high just, like, being with uh, the cool people at the Beekeeping Club and, like, hanging out with some bugs, like, being <laughs> outdoors for a couple times a month. Yeah. yeah. So that was my high. Um, and then my GMO, I have been for, you know, not a bad reason, but for some reason this, like, past week, I have been fired up by the Holy Spirit. Like, my heart yes. has just been on fire. Amen. Yes. And I, I have no idea why. It's like I – I don't really think I've changed anything lately, but just like it's been, I've been fired up. So I've been, um, been seeing a lot of friends last week too. So I think I, that's partly contributing. I've been seeing uh, a lot of God moments in my, just my friends and other yeah. people around me. Um, and it's just been, it's been so fantastic. And yeah, it's been, it's been such a joy this past week. So it's fantastic. That's awesome. So cool. Power of the Holy Spirit right there. Power of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. But yeah. Sweet. So actually this time we don't have a seamless transition into our topic for today. All right. Well, topic for transition (laughs) into today. So back Chandler, back before COVID started, back in ancient times before dirt was created. Uh (laughs) you were studying abroad in Europe, Spain specifically. So Tell us a little bit about that. What was going on over there? Yeah, so I took a semester away uh, from Maryland, and uh, starting in January 2020, I left and studied abroad in Madrid, Spain, uh, at the a school at, called Comillas, uh, Universidad Comillas. Uh, is Spanish? Yeah. Espanol. Ooh. <laughs> Um, yeah, and so uh, while I was there, I continued studying for my engineering degree, um, and otherwise, it was my time to really just explore Europe. Uh, so I spent most of my weekends traveling uh, to, to many different places across Europe, and um, my weekdays I was spending uh, in school, and uh, it was just kind of a, a back and forth, and it was honestly fantastic. And then uh, March came, um, and so... COVID pandemic started wrapping up more and um yeah I was I was sent home I make a joke this is not legal but uh at least not 
not legally true, but I was deported from Spain, oh, <laughs> as no. I like to say, uh, from the pandemic. Uh, yeah, we were we were required to go home. It was a it was a good thing. I was glad to get home. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I left Spain about mid March, which was about uh, halfway through my study abroad journey that I was supposed to go on. Nice. Yeah. Well, so while you were going to all of these different countries, like, was there anything in particular that you were like, like, wh- did you go to? I'm assuming we're yes. all we're all Catholic here. Yeah. I'm assuming that you went and would go to like mass different places. Like Absolutely. where where did you go to mass? Like where are those highlights? Yeah. So um, while I was in, Ma- in Madrid, I went to uh, the cathedral in Madrid. There um, it is beautiful. Absolutely, Ooh. it's gorgeous. It's like three stories high they got like three different places inside for chapel it's, oh it's my gosh. absolutely that, gorgeous that's a lot of stories yeah man <laughs> so uh it was at that one is absolutely beautiful and i'd go every every sunday while i was in uh, madrid i'd go there uh otherwise uh everywhere else that i was traveling to so i went to london for one trip so i went to uh one of the bigger churches in london i can't remember the exact name um i went to paris and i went to the basilica Ooh. in paris uh, it's just north of town. Um, and I also, I got to see Notre Dame, but it's still closed at the time that I was going oh. because of the fire. Mm-hmm. So uh, I didn't get to go inside that one. But um, yeah, uh, I went to the cathedral in Munich, Germany. Uh, yeah, that one was so cool. Um, there's a couple other ones. There was multiple ones in Spain. I went to a lot of different places in Spain, but specifically uh, Sevilla, which is in south, uh, southern Spain. Um, and so Sevilla is also known as one of the, the former big cities of Spain in the mm. old, olden times. So the king and queen used to have uh, a big station at the Alcazar or castle there uh, mm. in Sevilla. And oh. so back way old in uh, 1400s, <laughs> yes, 1400s, the king and queen, the Catholic king and queen at that time, mm-hmm. uh, they commissioned a really cool person called christopher columbus might have heard of him might have not uh that guy yeah that one guy uh they commissioned him uh there to sail uh across the ocean and so in that was in sevilla and so when i was there i got to view like the the room in the castle of where they commissioned it and where like they did things and then in the cathedral there um, I was just going to morning mass on my Sunday that I was in the city. Then afterwards, I'm like walking out, I'm like this cool little statue on the side. I'm like, oh, let's go check that out. And there's like four people holding up like this big board. And I'm like, huh, this is really odd. And then I start looking closer. I'm like, oh my God, this is the grave of Christopher Columbus. <laughs> and I'm standing there alone, basically alone in the cathedral oh. after morning mass. And I like look around and it is empty. This is a, by the way, this is a massive cathedral. All right. So like, <laughs> like I could look down the hallway and like the next person I could see at the end of the hallway was like three feet high from my view. Like they were, it's massive, yeah. like a couple hundred yeah. feet long both Uh-oh. ways. And Dang. I'm just like alone, staring at the grave of Christopher Columbus. Oh and I'm in, basically in the dark, I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was it was amazing, and so um, that was so so cool. And then like later in the day, um, our our trip that we had planned uh, actually came back to to have a tour of the cathedral. Mm-hmm. There was thousands of people in the cathedral afterwards, standing around this, the grave of Christopher Columbus, trying to take pictures and like oh do things. Gosh. So I'm like. 
I was here in the morning and there was no one here and now I'm here at like 3 p.m. and there's like 2,000 people in this cathedral. Dang. Oh my gosh. It was amazing. Yeah. So that cathedral was obviously a highlight. Yeah. Did you have any other like favorites and why? I don't really have any big favorites. Mm -hmm. Um, I I was just a big fan of the Madrid one just because I I kept going there a couple times. Um, Yeah. But um, there wasn't really a big a big favorite. They were all just beautiful. They're, of course, in different languages. So, like, in Spain, I would go to Mass in Spanish. Yeah. And then uh, I would go to France, and it would be in French, and Germany, German, and et cetera. And so um, all these places were so, so cool. And uh, the actually only English Mass that I went to for, like, three months was in London. Mm-hmm. And so it was, it was nice to actually have it back in English, but mm-hmm. also... Um, what I had done before each mass was I'd go and I'd study like the transcript. So like oh. in Spanish, you know, there's a transcript of you, the the most normal mass. Yeah. Like obviously different yeah. types that you yeah. can go, but um, the most normal mass, you know, I I translate it basically from Spanish to English and I try to memorize it. So while they're saying it, I can say like the translation of Spanish to English in my head. Oh. And so that's what I, I would do most of the time. That's um, really smart. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I learned that after, like, starting to think about, like, hey, I'm going to go to Mass. And I'm like, well, if I go to Mass, I'm not really going to understand anything that they say. Yeah. Can imagine. Yeah. Um, so what I also, I'd, I'd study the Mass, and then before I would go to each Mass, it's been, like, an hour to a half hour before the Mass writing down the readings in English. Oh. So while they're saying it, I could, you know, see it. And then, obviously, I, I never understood fully the homily like i get to understand bits and pieces but like i never fully understood it so mm-hmm. i'd have like a self-reflection during that time as well oh. so yeah just some some extra time for some prayer absolutely dude i think that's one of the really like the coolest things about mass is that mm-hmm. like you literally could go anywhere yes and like it's it's pretty much the same, same thing going on yeah so i wasn't raised up in a latin mass but theoretically if you know if you know Latin and you learn the Latin Mass, you can go anywhere in the world, and there will be some Latin Mass somewhere. Yeah. And everywhere you go, you'll be able to understand what's happening, understand the language. Yeah. So it's it's so cool, and so I definitely I definitely got that like broad uh, understanding of the Mass that way. Like, yeah. It is so cool, and then just like the understanding of like the Mass is one prayer. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't matter what language it is in either. Like, yeah. It's all the same all one prayer so so cool to understand that dude mm-hmm. yes we love that yeah. there was um i went to i was in canada in like went to quebec in mm-hmm. seventh grade mm-hmm. with like a class trip um and yeah i got to be sunday and we happened to, to be in the part of quebec where there was a like cathedral mm-hmm. or at least some very large Catholic yes. church. I can't. I could not tell you where it was because, again, that was seventh grade. Um, but yeah, um, a few of us went to mass. It was one of those things where, like, I, I definitely, I did not know enough French to follow along in a Catholic mass. Um, yeah. However, like, yeah, I, I knew exactly what was going on, mm-hmm. um, which was just like so beautiful that, like, yeah, yeah it's like every Sunday, like the entire entirety of the church gets to like worship together Mm -hmm. and like, yeah. 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 Like every time, you know, they hold up the the chalice and the Eucharist, you know, that, you know, they're saying like, 
behold the Lamb of God, behold the one who takes away the sins of the world. Like, yeah. you know, that's exactly what they're saying. And so it's, it's so cool, you know, no matter what language you're in, you know, it hits you deep. Exactly. That's absolutely incredible. And I'm going to follow, I don't know if it's redundant. It probably is a redundant question, mm-hmm. depending on how you think about it. But mm-hmm. did you find, through, especially sitting through the homily, where you can't, I don't know, you can't understand mm-hmm. as well what's going on. Did you ever, like, get, I don't know, any special graces from that or find, like, anything changed, so to speak? You know, not that I specifically remember. Um, not, nothing, you know, super big that I can I can think of at the moment. But, um, you know, while I was there, I just, I felt called to, as I was, um, you know, I felt being away from the Catholic Student Center and, and a lot of my, what I felt like was my Catholic support group here and other mm-hmm. of my friends, I felt just get more involved. And so... Um, the university I went to was actually Catholic, so it's like a Catholic oh. university. Yeah. So, spoiler alert for most of Europe, most you know places are religion based in oh, Europe. Cool. So interesting. You know, so it's like, there's a lot of Catholic universities, especially in Spain. Mm. You know, you never expect the Spanish Inquisition. <laughs> 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 but all right. Um, <laughs> yeah. So um, little reference there. Little reference there. Yeah. But yeah, um, the the Spanish Inquisition. There was Catholic. Um, Spain is a very Catholic country. Uh, mm. Very Catholic. Um, and so most universities there are Catholic. So um, what I would I would start to do is I, I started going to mass two or three times a week. So I go to Sunday mass and then daily mass twice a week usually mm, yeah. and then after my classes there's a chapel in the school and so i'd go oh. to class at like eight thirty or nine o'clock in the morning and afterwards i just i always felt called you know bring my rosary go after we say a full Let's rosary go. right after class yeah yeah and it was just is amazing grace of like <laughs> feeling so connected to the church even while i was away from like most of my catholic support or, or you know uh this catholic student center like even in another country i was I never felt abandoned, and like oh. that was, I think, one of the big graces that I, I was so lucky to have. Oh, that's incredible. Yeah. So, okay, so you unfortunately had to get sent home because yes. of COVID, and I know something that, like, we talked about last week kind of with Jack of, like, yeah, sometimes when you go home, you're thrown out of the, that routine, like, yeah. it's kind of hard. Did you find that, like, because you already were thrown out of your typical, like, being at UMD routine, that, like, mm-hmm. you came home and were able to adjust or yeah for sure so i it was it was definitely you know obviously a struggle Mm -hmm. because um you know you're being most people you know pulled from you know their apartments or their dorms back to their whatever your home i was pulled off of an island in the middle of the atlantic to go home fair and (laughs) it was it was definitely a jarring experience but um I feel like my growth and my uh, my strength already in my faith because I had gone and, and done all those things was so much stronger than it would have been uh, had I not. And I, I definitely, you know, struggled a little bit, obviously, yeah, yeah. but um, I definitely think it helped me so much in, in just rooting in mm-hmm. that, like, you know, say a rosary daily or, you know, even a decade yeah. and, and do, do a daily prayer and going to mass even if it's on live stream um i was felt like you know it, it took some adjustment like uh like last week's episode said but like yeah. i i got through yeah. it and uh i was i was super happy and i, I just felt the the joy of that dude so 
Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. If so, you can't, so if you can't tell, the the like theme for these yeah. like couple of episodes <laughs> has been like, guys, like you got to build the habits. It's like mm-hmm. it it happens. It, it it's yeah. there's so much grace that comes from that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Practice makes perfect. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> yeah. And I I swear I do not claim to be anywhere near a saint. Oh no. I don't think I, any of us in this oh, room God. are. No. Uh, we're working there. You know, it's we're, the desire to be, and we are mm-hmm. living to desire or living with the desire of sainthood. Amen. Absolutely. Yeah. However, yeah. we are also human. We are so human. <laughs> also, I have to ask, not on the religious side, but on the travel side. Yes. What recommendations would you give for people going to yes. Europe? What to oh, do? Yes. Oh, yes. This is um, a perfect yes. We're getting to the end of time, so this is the perfect, perfect. wrap-up question. Fantastic. Yes. So, uh Toledo, Spain um is just outside of of Madrid, Spain. Um it's a it's a quaint little city. Uh, it's kind of on a hill, um, but it is gorgeous inside the mm. the walls on the exterior. If you ever go, so I would suggest going and then hiking outside of the city. So there was a restaurant on the outside of the city that uh, my friend Ethan and I that were traveling with um, we wanted to go to, and they yeah. didn't open until later. And it was like we had a couple hours in between, so we're sitting there watching the city, and the sun starts going down. I'm like, wow, this is gorgeous, and then. I decided to tape it, so I, I got like a video of the sun going down. I got beautiful pictures of the sun going down on the city, and it was it was just Ooh. a gorgeous experience. So the Alcazar inside, uh, the Alcazar is basically like a castle, medieval mm-hmm. castle, um, and the Alcazar like lights up and glows, and the cathedral as well also just oh, like shines cool. up. Oh my yeah. gosh! It, it was it's so gorgeous. So I would I would suggest you know going there you know. The city itself is, is awesome. There's lots of things to do, but like going outside in the city and, and watching mm. the sunset go on down, that is that is awesome. Um, you know, obviously the, the hot topic or the hot cities really to go to, you know, Paris, London, of course. Of of course. course. Um, but uh, probably the, the coolest place that I think everyone should go to if they want a nice relaxing spot. So I went to Portugal. Um, mm. Uh, one of my one of my last trips. So I went to Portugal. I went. I flew into Lisbon. We spent a day in Lisbon, okay. Portugal, uh, which is the capital of the country. Yes, I believe so. Hmm. Um, and so we were like, well, we don't want to stay inside the city because that's expensive. <laughs> and yeah. so we were like, we were like, well, where do we want to stay outside? So we found a, a place outside. It was called Sassimbra, and it was about like forty miles outside, but it was on the coast. And so we we bust down there like after a day in the city, and we spent it, and it was uh, like a a couple of days just on the beach basically mm-hmm. we had a, a view of the beach we had a, a view of the castle there was a castle in the city too it was like oh my goodness it was just it was gorgeous we had a, a great time just relaxing there um yeah and probably the best place i can suggest to go is called tenerife so the canary islands owned Ooh. by spain off the west of the, nope yeah west coast of africa um Canary Islands, just gorgeous. Tenerife is the main island. It has a volcano on it. Um, Excellent. And yeah, it is it is so cool. So there's like black sand there that you don't normally see on islands, right? Because it's volcanic ash. Ooh. So you when you go to the beach, it's all black sand. It's so cool to be there and like soak in the sun. Mm-hmm. And then when you don't want to go beaching anymore, you go up to the volcano and you climb that thing. Oh my which is gosh. what I did. 
and it was like That's we spent so a, cool. yeah. So we spent a couple of days on the beach, you know, relaxing, enjoying the waves and the nice sun. And then one of the days, we're like, well, let's go hiking. Dude, let's just climb the volcano. Literally. <laughs> so we so we go. We, there's a bus. You have to. It's you go from sea level to the very top of the volcano. So it's like thirteen thousand feet to the top of. Oh. Or no, sorry, it's like. 10,000, 11,000 feet to the top of the volcano. So the bus takes you up about 7,000 feet to like a, a base camp is what they call it. And then from there you get off and then um, you climb like on this trail to the top of the volcano and just gorgeous. We climbed like it's like 4,000 feet climb and just gorgeous views of oh like looking gosh. down on the ocean and just like looking up at the volcano yeah, it was it was a fantastic climb, and then when you get to the top, you know, you made it. It feels accomplished. It's beautiful, and then you have two options: make it up in time to take the little gondola down, <laughs> or don't make it in time and climb down. <laughs> <laughs> Which one did you do? Oh, yeah, so it was a time pressure. We had to get up there, so the bus takes us up there, and mm-hmm. it's on a time schedule. You get off the bus and you hike, and you go up because I had. Five and a half hours to climb up the the volcano and oh get gosh. down in the gondola before the gondola closes. And so, if the oh. gondola closes, you got to hike back down on your own. Yeah, Ooh. yeah, big big scary. scary. But I made it up in like four hours to gondola down. There you go. There yeah, you go. it was it was it was good stuff. And I, I had friends that I'd went with as well. Um, we all made it down in time, but. Yeah, I cannot. I, I saw some people like climbing down as we're climbing up, and I was like, "It's a steep step, you know. You're climbing like a foot every time you step, <laughs> yeah. so you're you're like stepping up and like going down that. Oh, that's steep. That's real steep, dude. Dang. Yeah. There we go. We got the official Chandler approved <laughs> list of things to do while you're studying abroad and or just in Europe Absolutely. or looking to travel Before. somewhere like that. But I think with that, we should probably wrap up for the week, Chandler. Thank you so much for being here. This oh has been gosh. great. Thank you so much. It's such an honor to be here. <laughs> <laughs> and to everyone listening, we hope you have an amazing week. And we will see you, I guess. Talk see to you. you. Talk to you. Whatever. Next Wednesday. See you guys. See ya. Yeah. <laughs>